hey now, Coach Vaughn is on. I'm always doing stuff backwards. Welcome to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. This is Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on. That's how I'm supposed to do it. One day, I'm going to get my introduction right, but it's like becoming a thing. It's just what I do. I screw up my introduction um, pretty much on every episode. Why stop now, right? Hey, consistency is key. Discipline and consistency (laughs) is key to everything that you do. You know, I I put those thoughts in my head on a daily basis. You know, I try to discipline myself like an athlete in my comedy career and everything that I am doing. So why stop here? Okay. Coach Vaughn podcast is going to be disciplined the same way as everything else in my life. Uh, A good try, but backwards as hell. (laughs) Uh, What's up, y'all? It is um, another beautiful day in the neighborhood. I guess to say something cliche and corny to set it off. Um, I'm feeling feeling some kind of way. Holidays are approaching. You know, it's, it's almost Thanksgiving time and then there's Christmas and then there's New Year's and then the the, the freaking Valentine's Day and just back to back to back, you know. (laughs) Um, So I'm feeling some kind of way. It's family time, you know, and um, I'm actually going home next week. I told you guys on the last episode that I was testing my family out in Pittsburgh to see if they listen to my podcast. And guess what? They don't. They don't. Because they still don't know that I'm coming. Well, some of them do. I told my mom. I wanted to surprise her, but I was on the phone with her and I spilled the beans. And then my old college roommate from back in my college days was she follows me on Twitter. Shout out um Mookie, Nakia Thompson. And um she tweeted me about I need to come home, you know. And I, I said, quiet as cap, you know, on Twitter. <laughs> I'll be home on Friday, coming to Pittsburgh on Friday. So and I did the the shh quiet emoji mouth, you know, the new emoji with the shush sound that you have if you've updated your phone. I put that on the tweet. And she ratted me out to our other roommate because I had two roommates in college. I went to Point Park College and then I I left Point Park College in my journalism scholarship there. I think I told that story before. I had a writing scholarship, blah, 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 journalism and writing and all that jazz. And I left Point Park to go to go to the Art Institute of Pittsburgh, where I graduated with a production degree. Because I wanted to have, you know, some behind-the-scenes skills in the entertainment business before I moved to New York. But the very first radio gig I ever had in my entire life was in Point at um in college at Point Park, and Mookie, my roommate, Nakia Thompson, got me into that. She was um. She was doing radio, and I think I co-hosted with her one day, and then I started doing by my doing it by myself. And we also wrote um, for the college newspaper on articles together and stuff like that. Uh, we were the hip hop girls, you know. We we reported 
in 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 the nineties. This is the nineties, you know. So it wasn't just you know, hip hop wasn't just so automatic in certain places. And um Point Park was one of them. And we made a little tiny little mark in in our college days doing college radio and the newspaper and we were doing hip hop stories and stuff like that. So shout out Mookie. Yes, I will be home on Friday. Um going home a week before Thanksgiving. I have to come back. I am working the day after Thanksgiving. I told you guys already. I'll, I'll be at Valley Forge Casino with Keith Robinson. Uh so I'll be coming back for that gig, but I am going to go home and enjoy my family. I don't get to see them much. I miss my mom especially. She's the sweetest little sweetheart of all the world, and I know everyone, you know, has their bias towards their own personal family members, specifically their moms or pops. Um, But my mom, I'm a lot like my mom. So um, I pride myself behind her, the integrity that she instilled in me, the courage that she instilled in me to even be in New York and doing all the things that I do. So I'm very excited. Um, But again, it's that time of year, you know, where, where family and holidays could really super bring you down and depress you oh my god and you know I've been single for six years uh November 29th is Patrice's uh death date uh my fiance who passed away one month before our wedding date six years ago November um 2011 uh Patrice O'Neill for those who don't know his death date is coming up so that's always hard on me I um I'm certainly getting stronger uh, with that as the years go by, but it, it never goes away. They say time heals all wounds, but as every wound, there's always still something a little wrong there. You know, you, you break your leg, you could come back in full swing. You know, you could have an injury like Paul George. And did you see the monster dunk that he laid up there? Yes. Um, uh, Paul George is back, y'all. <laughs> Full swing, you know. Working it out with Hoodie Mello and Russell Westbrook. But um, hold on, taking a sip. My my throat is dry. Hold on. <sighs> Quenching my thirst. Uh, thank you for pausing with me. But yeah, Paul George ha- had a monster dunk and uh what did he drop like 37 yeah so proof is in the pudding with with certain people who have had injuries that you could come back full swing but there's probably he's still a little something in there you know I had a car accident many uh years ago I think like I want to say 2006 or 7 somewhere in there and um I had a neck injury, or have a neck injury, I should say. I had a a protruding disc, and I had surgery. Um, But what they told me is that I would always have a little something, little pain in my neck. And usually it happens with the weather. Like, you know, you break a arm or a leg, and they say when it rains, you can feel it in your bone. Well, I have that in my neck. And my doctor told me, you know, that as I got older, the injury would always have an effect on my neck and probably, 
you know, feel like an arthritic pain. As I got older, it would be possibly be more intense, but to stay healthy, drink lots of water, all the la-di-da. So point being, when you have an injury, yes, you can fully heal, but you never fully heal. It's something always there. So in, in terms of talking about Patrice's death date and how I handle that, um, definitely have gotten stronger and um, you, you almost feel numb to a sense, but that it's there, you know, definitely not numb. That was a poor choice of words. You want to feel numb, if anything, but it creeps up on you. It definitely creeps up on you, especially around the holidays and is very interesting, you know, um, the cycle you know, and, and holidays, and then with Patrice's death day being around Thanksgiving, and, and then his birthday, it's also the first week of December, which was his, the same week we had the funeral, and then, you know, then Christmas, then New Year's, then my daughter's birthday is like right around um, Valentine's Day, and, you know, so it's, it, it gets pretty rough, starting for me in October, actually, because that's when he had a stroke. So from October to like February, it's like, okay. But again, you get stronger and you, you do your best to move on and, and live life because to, you know, quote one of my favorite movies, uh, Shawshank Redemption, uh, get busy living or get busy dying. So you take all your pain and you move forward. And, you know, hopefully as I move forward with everything that I'm doing, I'm slam dunking, you know, or getting to the point where I can slam dunk like Paul George with my career and and everything that I'm doing in life, you know what I'm saying? So it's just is what it is. And I'm going home. I want to figure out how to spend more time with my family. And um so I am going home. Shout out to my mom and my sister. Um, who do not listen to the podcast and Mookie and Paylar too, my old college roommates. Y'all don't listen to my po- podcast because you would have had to attack me on Twitter, Mookie, if you knew that I was coming home. Because last week I said that I was going to test that little theory and see who listens to my podcast that's in my family. And everyone should know that I'm coming home, but you didn't because you don't listen to my podcast. So I'm calling you guys out for your lack of support <laughs> in the Entire Pittsburgh, you hear that accent come out already. By the time when I get home, I'll do a podcast from home with my family. That'll be fun next week. But um, I, you hear my accent that I struggle with uh, every single day. I'm so, or the Pittsburgh, at Picks, P-I-X, or P-I-T-T, Pittsburgh, when I'm concentrating, Pittsburgh, when I'm just letting it flow. You know, the Pittsburgh accent is very interesting because we, um, (laughs) it's like a cross between down South Carolina and South Central LA, (laughs) California. I don't know what our accent is, but it's really weird. Um, so it'll be good to see my family and, and call them all out and curse them all out for not supporting my Coach Vaughn podcast. (laughs) People think it's just sports, but if you've been listening, you know that we get into life, you know? Uh, That Coach Vaughn uh, name that you guys gave me crosses over into many areas, not just sports. Of course, we're always going to chime in and talk about basketball, but there's relationships and, and 
things that other things, you know, current events that we talk about as well. So thank you guys that you guys that have been listening and keeping up with the Coach Vaughn podcast. And, and I'm going to be doing a, a live. I want you guys to join my station head. I have hardly have any followers there. Um, I want you to join. Use Coach Vaughn as your invite code. Go download the Station Head app. I want to start doing live call-ins. I want you guys to call in. We could talk about sports. We could talk about current events. We could talk about your relationships and and troubles that you may be having and how to be strong through. You know, I'm a woman of a lot of different experiences. Um, obviously, I'm a I'm a mother, um, widow to um, an extent. Since you know, Patrice and I weren't technically married at the time of his passing, but you know, uh, not to get all into the technicalities of that, um, but let's just say widow, um, for lack of a better phrase, for a person who who lost her fiance <laughs> um, at the uh, finish line of about to being married. Um, anyway, so a, a certain level of experience that I can share with people, and I would like to utilize my. Um, my call-in show, uh, which is an extension of the Coach Vaughn podcast. I'm thinking about doing it on Tuesdays since I release the podcast every Monday. But I need your feedback, guys. I need you to tell me what the best day is for you guys to call in. Um, I'm thinking about like a Tuesday afternoon or Tuesday morning. Evenings are hard for me. I'm not, I'm telling you right now, I'm not doing nothing in the evening that does not have to do with stand-up comedy or watching a basketball game. I'm very boring like that. Um, so I can't dedicate an evening show to you guys, um, which might be the best time, but I'm hoping maybe I could do like a morning show. Maybe some of you guys are driving into work, um, and you could listen on the app and, you know, have your headphones on, your hands-free Bluetooth both hands on a wheel and be able to uh, call in to my station head. Um, so find me on there. Use Coach Vaughn as an invite code and let's chat it up. But let me know what day of the week is good for you. Right now, I'm going to start planning on doing it on Tuesday mornings. Um, and by morning, um, I'm really going to have to force myself up to do that because, you know, I'm a comic. So my bedtime is 3 a.m. So getting up in the morning to me means afternoon. So we have to work this out together and grow together. But you know, this this show is more than just sports. We know that. We know me if you've been following me. Um, and most of you guys who have been following me are closer to me than my damn family. Oh, I can't wait to get home and curse everybody out. Um, what's funny is I get to say whatever I want today because I know they're not listening. So, nana, nana, boo, boo, you all suck and stink. <laughs> but yeah, um, my roommates got me... Um, I love my roommates, and we're still friends to this day, um, and they both still live in Pittsburgh and have families and their whole thing that they're doing out there, and I moved away, so I, I don't get to spend a lot of time with them. I want to start trying to going, try to go home more often, um, but it's obviously hard, but you, you make time for what you want to make time for, so I'm going to force myself to see my family more. My mom's getting older. You know, I'm, you know, getting older. My sister's getting older. Her, my niece and nephew out there, are, my nephew was grown at this point. My daughter's grown and, you know, we have our niece, our little one that's not grown yet, but she's moving into, you know, her teenage years very soon. So you want to put pa- family first. 
and figure out a way how to spend time with them. So I may go home again for Christmas. Now everybody knows I spend all my Christmas day is spent in front of the television watching all the NBA games. It's very fun for me. I start in the afternoon and I go to late at night and, you know, I eat. <laughs> I love eating. We know that. I don't drink. I don't smoke, but I like a good meal and a solid donut. Um, eat the cake, Anna May. Eat the cake. Yes, Ike. I'm going to eat the cake. No problem. You ain't got to ask me twice, but you only got to hit me once. I love that scene. You ain't got to hit me but once, Ike. Her friend was out of there and did not turn around as she should have. Um, taking another sip. My voice, you know, when you use your voice for a living, it gets uh, hoarse sometimes. And I struggle with that because I already have that raspy man voice <laughs> um, that was good when I was singing a lot because that, that's a good sound, you know, but it's harsh on your voice. You know, if you're not singing properly or using your voice properly, which I haven't because I've been getting hoarse a lot lately and I know how to use my voice properly in a healthy way. So anyway, um, Christmas Day this year, we have the 76ers versus the Knicks, Cavs, Warriors, then um, Washington Wizards and the Celtics, um, uh, Rockets, Thunder, and then Timberwolves, Lakers. That's going to be a good day. It's going to be a fun day. But how many of us would like to see, like, the Cavs play the Celtics, I don't know, every game, like, for the entire season? <laughs> I already humbled myself last week. Kyrie is looking better and better and better. Um, yeah, uh, so how about the Knicks? Knicks are looking good. Knicks are looking good. <laughs> Look at Lonzo Ball, though, had his first triple-double, and he was very calm. He was like, look, doesn't matter to me. We lost that game. You know, he's <laughs> what I heard in the undertone is uh, I haven't been playing well, so my daddy ball, Ike Turner, me, and now uh, after I got my ass whooped, <laughs> I'm killing it in these streets and getting those triple-doubles, but we still lost the game. You know, no good, no good uh, athlete wants to lose a game, no matter how well they do. You can have a triple double every night, but if you're losing every night, you're you gotta have a crazy ego to actually be like, well, I did good. <laughs> you know, who in the NBA has that type of ego? The first person that jumped in my mind was Russell Westbrook. Like, <laughs> I don't know that he has ever said on record. Like, hey, we lost, but I killed it. You know, I don't think, I don't know if he's ever been on record saying that, but there's somewhere in his undertone, like his ego, his good, bad ego, angel on what left shoulder or right shoulder and devil on the left shoulder, you know, ego angels talking to him. Like you could hear the evil, evil uh, Russell Westbrook angel going, Psh. I be killing it. It's these other fools that got to get it together on my team. <laughs> but um, they they're interestingly enough, um, like if you look at their stats, they're they're sharing the ball pretty well in a weird kind of way. Like their their numbers are all kind of equal. But I think it's more like when someone sits down, like the the Golden State Warriors kind of formula, 
like when Katie is sitting down, um, I don't know if this is a good example right now, because when Katie is sitting down, you know, Splash Brothers are back in business. But um, to my point, like when one superhero is sitting down, um, resting their powers, their particular superpowers, the other superhero is on the floor um, bawling with their superpowers. It just so happens that all three of the uh, superheroes on the um, on OKC have pretty much the same power. Uh, yeah. So I think they're doing pretty good. I um, I don't think that that's going to be the game that I'm running to see on on Christmas Day, even though I'm going to watch all of them. I sit there and watch all of them all day. Um, they usually get better and better and better as the night goes on. Lakers and Timberwolves, I don't know. I guess that's going to be a good game. But it's, it's just all about watching Lonzo Ball and making sure that he's, you know, <laughs> responding to getting his ass beat by his dad. I don't know. But you know who needs his ass beat or maybe just a little bit more attention. And that's that middle syndrome child. Uh, what's his name again? Leangelo Ball. Uh, we know his name now if you didn't before, right? Uh, he got arrested in China and uh, still on lockdown in China, <laughs> I believe. Like he, they had to stay. Um, I think it's going to be like whatever China's version of a misdemeanor is. I don't think they're going to put him in jail for two to three years excessively. Uh, I believe that's going to be worked out. But it must be pretty damn scary to commit a crime in China. First of all, let's just let's just realize this, people. It's 2017. I think there might be a camera in everyone's private bathroom in their own home. You are being recorded every second of the day second of the day. I'm saying that about the bathroom to be, to exaggerate my point, of course, but you're, you're constantly under surveillance. I don't know why anybody would want to even attempt to try and steal anything, um, from anywhere. Like, seriously, you don't think that there's cameras watching you, even if it's not a surveillance camera it, and you're, you're a public figure to an extent were you testing the waters to see if you were famous like your brothers? And I don't mean to make light of the middle middle child syndrome because it's very real. You know, it's, look, he there's three of them. We, we know the oldest one. We know Lonzo. We know Lonzo, right? He got how many sneakers at this point? You know, big baller brand big baller Zoe shoes prime or whatever they're called and then you know they got the the slip-ons and the the baby Lamelo, 16 years old in high school and um he has his own shoe how much is his shoe retailing for like 300 395 to five something you know little baby ball has a shoe the oldest one has a shoe poor what's his name again leangelo is that <laughs> Oh, middle child syndrome, crying out for attention. But it's very, it's very real, um, real, the symptoms of middle child syndrome. What are they? Low self-esteem. Um, I don't know that he has low self-esteem. Uh, he is a, a shooting guard for UCLA, but is he, is he good or is he just on the team because of, you know, he's a big baller? You know, I, I would dare to say that he has skills. You don't, you can't just get on the team. He plays, right? 
Um, I'm not into college ball heavy, so you guys can correct me on that. Um, this will be a good subject for a call-in. Uh, the correct Vaughn show, let's call it that, because it, you know, I'm all passion, not many stats, and my computer's not on right now, and I'm not going to look it up. So maybe, you know, that could be the first call in uh, on my station head. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is Leangelo Ball, first of all, is that his name? And second of all, uh, does he play for UCLA or is he benched? You know, but I, I believe he plays. Uh, he doesn't have his own shoe, you know. He he has to wear Under Armour. UCLA has a deal with Under Armour that their players play in in their shoes. Um, but that doesn't mean that he can't have a shoe on the Big Baller Brand website and be marketed, you know, right? Am I wrong? Am I, am I right or am I wrong? Let's talk about it. But, um, yeah, you can, as a middle child, you can have feelings of emptiness and inadequacy, jealousy you know, and become extremely introverted. He's a very quiet, and they're all kind of quiet except the baby. You know, LaMelo, you gonna see him when he walk in a room. He has the brightest spirit of them all. Like he, he, his spirit comes in a room 20 minutes before he does. He has a very, very bright, excited, young spirit. And it could be that he's just a teenager, you know, 16, 17, whatever. Um, uh, it, it could be that he's just young and just has that young spirit, but not everybody his age has that same personality. He has a very outgoing personality. Um, he has that type of personality that you just want to be around. You ever see one of those people that their, their happy energy just spills off onto you much like, you know, the unhappy people, their dark energy can spill off on you as well. So you kind of stay away from those people. But, um, so yeah, the Lamelo has that super excited, young, cool, everybody you know would want to hang out with kind of spirit. And then Zoe has the he's Lonzo is the oldest, you know he has I'm the oldest, mature kind of. He's quiet, but he doesn't seem introverted to me. He seems like he's quiet. Um, in an appropriate way, but when he's around his friends and stuff, he opens up. Leangelo seems like he's always kind of introverted and, and quiet, and he turns all of his emotions inward, um, which is what middle children tend to do. You know, they, they have that feeling of, of, of exclusion, you know, the, the nobody likes me syndrome, because, you know, there's power in being the oldest child. And there's power in being the youngest, right? You're the baby. There's definitely power in a be, being the baby. I'm the baby, but it was my sister and me. So we had, she had the power of being the oldest. I had the power of being the baby. But what power do you have in the middle? Right? Think about it. You know, you, you no longer have the status of being the baby anymore. You lost that role. Um, You're the oldest of just the baby, but you're not the oldest because you got oldest ball though that's in charge of everybody sibling wise you know what I'm saying so it's very real you know I feel for the kid but you you have to you know he's young too they're all, we're, they're all so young and have so much life so much life to live <laughs> he'll be fine I'm sure but do I think that it was some kind of cry for attention subconsciously possibly 
You know, I don't know none of these kids. He might be just fine. But um, I do know he doesn't have a signature uh, Leangelo. I'm sorry. (laughs) Keep messing up his name. Am I saying it right? Yes, Leangelo Ball. There's Lonzo Ball. uh, Leangelo Ball, LaMelo. And Big Daddy Ball, LaVar. You know, so it's. I, it's so it's so sad and funny at the same time, you know, tears of a clown, you know, I I got my own sadness to deal with, you know, we could do another 30 minutes just on the things that I'm dealing with, we're not going to do that, we're going to um, start wrapping it up and maybe continue, um, continue with a live call in with this, let's talk about it, Leangelo Ball, should he have his own shoe, are we overlooking Leangelo? I mean, let's just be real. First of all, is LeVar Ball these kids' daddy? Because <laughs> if you look at Leangelo, he's like if Clay Thompson and Drake had a baby, it's Leangelo. <laughs> and if uh, Drake had a baby, it'd just be Lonzo Ball. Is that Drake's baby? Is Lonzo Ball Drake's baby? How old is Drake? Is probably too young. Uh, he would have probably had... Lonzo Ball at like 12 or 13 if you do the math of age <laughs> but he he has Drake face it's so hard to look at him because I'm like dude this is Drake's baby <laughs> LaMelo too LaMelo kind of has the most unique look out of the three um, but I, I don't know what am I talking about who cares about how they look um they're all part of team light skin like me. <laughs> you know what? I just figured it out. It's light skin syndrome. They all have team light skin syndrome. Uh, all my life, I got to fight for my blackness. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up, y'all, because I'm starting to get silly. I think I'm going to take a nap before I go to the gym. It's early Monday morning. We got it done again. Coach Vaughn podcast. Uh, CoachVaughnPodcast.com for all my links to my social media, Instagram. Please follow me on Instagram and Twitter and, and all that jazz. I do like to connect with you. If you like to connect with me, follow me on Station Head, guys. I need to build that following up so we could get this live calling aspect of the Coach Vaughn Podcast popping. And um, I think we discovered a, a name for the show, Correct Coach Vaughn, because <laughs> we all know I'm always right. Sometimes. Coach Vaughn, out.